Hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes and Technology. My name is Opal Singleton and we come to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Well, I don't know about you, but there's a whole lot going on in the world and it just makes my head spin. It drives me insane. We have several new cases this week that we're going to talk about on this radio show. Uh, local cases that just kind of make you want to be sick, quite frankly. Uh, we have a coach that was arrested on suspicion of placing cameras in a girl's bathroom. We have a uh, American Soccer League youth coach that is indicted on child pornography. We have a, a CNA, a certified nursing assistant that worked in group homes for the disabled and uh, was violating. So we're going to go deep into it. There is so much happening here in the Inland Empire. As I said, my name is Opal Singleton. I am the president of Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N. That is millionkids.org, not .com. That's a rock band. You don't want to get mixed up with that. But it's millionkids.org. And we serve as the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. So our organization's been in existence now for going on 13, 14 years. Started 2008, so I guess that would be 13 years. And uh, it has been a long and interesting journey. Uh, we are on the verge of getting ready to release a movie, a movie that has been in the making now for 18 months. And uh, we are very, very excited about it. It actually won't get released to the public until about February, but we're starting to ramp up for it. Uh, I have seen the trailer. We can't release the trailer yet. We're in negotiations to get it live streamed on the big places and uh, do uh, contracts with streamers and also uh, other agencies. It really will be an exciting movie. It's a full-length feature film uh, to educate parents and teenagers all about the world of sextortion. Sextortion is uh, basically blackmail with a photo. It, it takes place in many different ways. But during the pandemic, we saw a huge increase in this because of so many young people on online learning. And that's the way it's going to be. You're not going to be able to take those uh, technology pieces away from anybody, including me. You could die trying to do that. Yeah. If you go 15 minutes without it, you start to panic. Every one of us do. And it's even worse if you're hormonal and you don't have adult judgment yet. And then now we think we need to give them to seven, eight, nine-year-olds who have no understanding of what they're on and the power of that device. And so I wanted a movie that would teach kids basically how the Internet is made. And, and the bottom line is, where do naked photos go when you hit sin? And so uh, we are going to be releasing that the first of next year. And uh, I'm just truly, truly excited about it. Many people donated to it. And uh, we've had just incredible support on it. And we're all very excited to see it finally come to fruition. We thought we'd have it by April of this year. But, of course, when COVID hit, that shut down a lot of the places that you film 
including courtrooms. And this one is filmed, uh, some of it, inside a courtroom. And, uh, and it's based on real cases and uh, interviews with real survivors or survivors' parents that are uh, – where, where the child ended up committing suicide, just tragic. But it is going to be a helpful kind of thing. So today on the show, I really want to share with you what is happening in our community. You probably know if you follow me regularly, and I, I so much appreciate each and every one of you that do that. I'm, I'm always amazed as I meet you that, that uh, you tell me you don't miss this show and you want to stay current. Well, I really appreciate that a lot. If you're not in the area when this show is on, you can uh, live stream it at am590theanswer.com, and you can hear it live, and they're also archived at millionkids.org. But for the last about a month, I have been talking about SB 357. This is a bill that has just been an absolute nightmare for all of us who understand the business and understand what has the potential to happen here. Me and kids spent several thousand dollars buying public relations uh, articles on this because we wanted you, the public, to be able to contact your assembly person and combat this kind of bill. Well, that bill basically passed this last week, and uh, it's not over yet. It's you know it's close. It's on mouth to mouth resuscitation, if you will, um, and they're trying to decide what to do with it. So I want to tell you a little bit about that today, and uh, where it's at, and what where it's going to go next, and what you might be able to do about it. And also, I want to share with you these cases because it is our local children that are at stake. Well, SB 357 basically rewrote the definition of loitering for prostitution. Up until now, it was a misdemeanor if you were loitering for prostitution. And you could be arrested, but most of your law enforcement that we know of actually would go out and talk with the usually young lady, but it can be a man, it can, it can be a, a young boy, shouldn't be, but can be, or a gay or LBGT uh, youth or trans youth, and offer them services to get out of the life that they're in. So many of these people just got caught up in it because they they got involved and they thought they'd make a little money doing amateur pornography or they thought, you know, I'm giving it away. Why not charge for it? And they get into it and they don't realize how quickly you go down that slippery slope. And it begins to change your life where you can't get out. They get hooked on drugs. They get taken over by pimps or agents. Uh, they get beaten. They're given quotas. They're moved around. And it really becomes horrific. And it is very possible that many of them got in there willingly based on some relationship without the understanding of really where the, the turn their lives were going to take. Well, so our law enforcement would offer them the ability to go to safe houses and me and kids uh, is a coordinator with the sheriff department. And we have some amazing uh, services in Riverside in San Bernardino County, open door out of, um, out of uh, San Bernardino case uh, coalition against sexual exploitation. I think that stands for reach out in um, 
Hammett, amazing rebirth homes, Operation Safe House, run to rescue. And so they would provide services. You didn't always have to stay there, but they, if you had been arrested, they helped get that off your record. They also helped take off tattoos where you've been branded and they give you safe haven and legal assistance and medical and, and uh, all kinds of things. Well, this bill basically would change it so that law enforcement can no longer intervene, period. Now, the proponents of that, and that is um, a bill written by Weiner, uh, Senator Weiner up there, and uh, also by uh, supported by some uh, human trafficking organizations. And they the reason they're doing that is they're getting millions of dollars in grant money from people like the ACLU. That tells me they know there's going to be a lot more victims. And so they have started to push this bill through. And they're saying, well, we're not really legalizing prostitution. We're just making it so law enforcement cannot intervene. Well, why don't we double talk? You know, why don't we? In fact, the bill is named the California Safe Streets Act. I can't think of anything more unsafe than having people out there soliciting for prostitution right in front of your business, in front of your church, in front of your school, in front of your neighborhood where your children can watch for it. This will put literally uh, offering sex for sale right out on the street in a car right in front of you and your family. And there are no limitations to it. So I, I guarantee you, you're going to start to see people up and down baseline again and fifth street and, and Holt and the university over in Riverside and, and Florida Avenue out in Hemet. You're going to see that as this bill passes. Well, I learned about the bill from uh, our district attorney right after I returned from Cabo. Well, welcome back. Anyway, uh, and I found out, I started looking at it, and it passed the House, the, the Senate, excuse me, and it was in the Assembly. And we got busy and sent out lots of press releases, contacted lots of assemblymen, uh, put out tens of thousands of flyers and e-blasts on it and uh, did everything we could to educate you and the, uh, the general public to contact your assemblyman and stand against this. And it looks like we had some impact. This is Opal. We're up against that break. Be right back. Listen up, folks. You no longer have to drive out of the IE for a great restaurant experience. The Toasted Barrel, an upscale casual steakhouse located in Corona, has been winning award after award for their great diverse menu, service, ambience, wine, and cocktails. Customers call the barrel the perfect date night. Inland Empire Magazine has awarded them best restaurant four years in a row. Wine Spectator recognized the Toasted Barrel's wine program for their award of excellence. Toasted Barrel is famous for their certified Angus beef, prime, wagyu, and Kobe steaks, and they have some of the best pasta and seafood around. With happy hour and daily specials every day of the week, their appetizers and drink selections are the best around. Live music starts every Friday and Saturday at 5.30. Planning a dinner party, wedding rehearsal, family gathering, or holiday party? Look up Toasted Barrel online and make your reservation today. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, 
and exploit our young people using social media, online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light, and we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can get this book by going to www.meandkids.org. It's $16. I'll sign it, and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book, educate yourself about how to keep our kids safe in this day of changing technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at 3 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sellers and buyers recognize that these low interest rates will not last. Sean and Colleen at Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton and we're talking about what has happened now with SB 357 just before we go into some local cases, which will help you understand why we must stand for good legislation in our community. In this particular case, we contacted us, just hundreds of us contacted assemblymen. Uh, there were protesters up at Sacramento. Uh, the bill would creep through it. It went through the um, the Public Safety Committee and it was approved and it was approved right down party lines on that. Then it went through the appropriations bill and the committee. And again, it was approved right down party lines. And then this past week, it was submitted over to a general vote. And it was an interesting time. I watched it in the assembly. I, I got to be on a call where the head of the appropriations committee listened to the um, protests and the the counter argument of it. And it was uh, fascinating to see our government at work because the bottom line came down to the fact that one agency who has going into a contract with the ACLU sponsored it. And they're saying, look, you know, we're going to do this anyway. And so there was a lot of pushback. When it got to the final vote on the floor, it was right down party lines. But apparently we all made an impact because there were survivors of sex trafficking up there testifying and like that. And in the end, many of the people who had previously voted for it all along the line abstained. However, they knew before they did that that they would have enough votes to get it passed. All you need is 41, and they came up with the 41. So that tells me just the same as they're naming this bill uh, California Safe Streets, and nothing could be uh, less true that they knew going in that there was a lot of pushback in their community, and they only counted up the number of votes they needed to pass it. But then an interesting thing happened. This happened right at the close of the assembly vote. And, you know, all of us have been praying and doing everything that we could to make our voices heard. 
And suddenly it was announced after it was passed later that day. Keep in mind, this often happens late on a Friday afternoon where you never get it, a lot of publicity on it. The Senator Weiner decided that he's not going to forward the bill yet to the governor's desk. Uh, he's saying that uh, a lot of people put doubts in the minds of the of the assembly that was voting and maybe the governor. So he is holding the bill until January. That means when they get back into session. And he released a statement on Capitol Hill through the Sacramento Bee reporter, Hannah Wiley. He's saying Senator Weiner will send the bill to the governor after the legislature reconvenes in January. Did you get that? Your assemblymen are not reconvening till January. It is September. Instead of immediately holding the bill at the Senate desk is simply a temporary delay, it says. It provides the senator and our coalition more time to make the case about why the civil rights bill is good policy that should be signed into law and why this discriminatory loitering crime goes against California values and needs to be repealed. Well, this is an interesting happening, isn't it? They voted for it, but he's not sending it through. This all happened just prior to the recall election. My guess is, is that he's rolling the dice and letting the recall election go through and be settled before it is sent up there. I have to know that he knows that if somebody like Larry Elder wins, that he's probably not going to sign it. In fact, I've had conversation with Larry Elder's team on it as they've tried to understand the bill and the effects of it. And thank you, Mr. Elder, for listening. I appreciate that. But they also know that there's so much pushback on this that if they signed it and got it to the governor to sign before the recall, that it could affect the recall election. Although I'm to the opinion, which I think very few people are going to change their mind one way or the other on that recall election. But this certainly was not the most popular bill, as many people like ourselves stood there and made it clear that this bill is doing the exact opposite of what it says under the California Safe Streets bill. It is not going to make your streets safer. That is actually uh, an oxymoron. It's almost a dichotomy. It's the opposite of what is going to happen. And so I think this was a calculated judgment on behalf of Mr. Weiner to say that this might not be the most popular bill and could affect the recall election. So where it stands today, it is, has been voted on by the Assembly and it has been voted on by the Senate and it is ready for the governor to sign. However, there is still an opportunity to make our voices known on Capitol Hill. And if you have any excess energy and time on your hands and you want to do that, please contact the governor's office in California and announce your opposition. If we don't at least announce the opposition, then they're going to say, well, everybody must have been for it. In fact, it, it kind of reminds me of the uh, Proposition 57 that uh, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, however you say it, uh, crafted together that said that if you committed a nonviolent crime, you can get out early. 
she knew she knew that there are only 13 violent crimes and child sex crimes is not one of them. That bill didn't state that it wouldn't include sex offenders to get out early, and they knew that it would. It has gone clear to the Supreme Court and the the head of the Supreme Court, the judge, Sakaiway, actually said if the voter had wanted it to include sex offenders, they wouldn't have approved it. And so they, she is doing the will of the people. That is because we, the people, are not speaking out. And so now we're looking at 76,000 people getting out of prison early, of which 20,000 of them are sex offenders. I'm not saying they will all get out, but they have the potential to be considered. By the way, this bill that just passed, this uh, loitering uh, bill, will also allow out anybody who has been charged with these crimes, including what they call a bottom girl, that's a girl that works with the pimp, and they will all get out of prison early, even if they pled guilty, even if they admitted that they've done it, that bill quietly includes the right for all of those people to get out of prison early. There is a real movement in our our state to let these people out early and not call it for what it is. You know, they say that a nonviolent crime sounds like it's going to be a nonviolent crime, but it is not. Child sex crimes are considered nonviolent in the state of California. And that is true. If you uh, assault and battery of a police officer is a nonviolent crime. Sex with a dead person is a nonviolent crime. And the people who wrote the bill are now running our country, trying to run the country. And the problem with that is they rename it so you don't recognize it. The California Safe Streets Act. Does that just frost your cookies? How insulting is that? You know, to to rename it so it sounds like they're just going to keep you safe by multiplying the number of women out on the street offering sex for sale. In fact, there's a whole discussion around this, that sex work is actually work and you're keeping the people from employment. And so it's a crazy time in our society that we keep renaming this stuff, calling it something else besides what it is. I am predicting if that law gets signed, and I believe that it will, unless there is a recall going on that, you know, might change it. But I believe that bill will get signed and mark my words on it. You will see the number of people offering sex for sale on the streets of California multiply a thousandfold. Homeless people are out there anyway. Why not pick up 20 bucks? You've got a lot of people who are undocumented that owe money to a coyote. Right now, they sell flowers on the streets as you're waiting at a streetlight. But why not have them earn that money to pay back the coyote? Why have all these girls in massage parlors where they can be arrested? Bring them out on the streets so they won't be arrested. And I'm going to tell you that pimps and and uh, agents and escort services are going to arrive by the thousands in California because it is considered legal and nobody can interfere with it. And your government is calling it the California Safe Streets Act. 
How's that for for making you feel good about what you've got for leadership? This is just really an interesting time in our life where we call black white and white black, and we call good evil and evil good, and everybody smiles on the way to the post office to mail a ballot they're not sure will be counted. This is Opal Singleton. Be right back. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. I'm really on a roll today, I can tell you. Well, we've got three cases here in Riverside and San Bernardino County. Actually, one of them is over in Orange County, but I want you to know about it because they're just horrific and they're looking for more information. So before we go any farther with this, I I just want to remind you that we're with Million Kids. We appreciate you listening so much. Sorry about that. I get these phone calls all day long. That is part of the work that me and kids does. We help find missing kids. We just went through one this week where the father called us just desperate last Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember. And a beautiful young girl missing. And we send out tens and tens and tens of thousands of flyers everywhere. And we sat with parents whose kids are being blackmailed. And and we sat with uh, kids who are being blackmailed or they're, they've been you know, tricked by somebody. And the next thing you know, they're out turning tricks on the street or trying to get a naked photo back. And that is the work of me and kids. And we're a local organization. We work across the United States. That's the reason for having a national movie. And we've trained over half a million people. We're just a small organization. We're not all that big. I never wanted a big corporation. That's not my thing. But we have a mighty reach. The purpose of our organization is basically to keep kids safe from predators. That is the work that we do. And based on that, I'm going to share with you three cases that were here locally that just really 
are uh, heartbreaking cases. The first one, the headline on this is, this is coming from ICE, which is part of Homeland Security. By the way, please do not defund ICE. A lot of people talk about doing that. Uh, that would just be sad. Uh, whether you realize it or not, ICE and Homeland Security run ICAC, Internet Crimes Against Children. And that is an amazing organization. And they operate right here in the Inland Empire. One of the, uh, one of the people that participate is Fontana Police Department, Chief Green over there and uh, Corporal Brad Guth. And we had them all on our radio show, but they spend hours trying to protect your children. And so this is from uh, Homeland Security, the headline, uh, HSI seeks help identifying potential victims of Inland Empire men indicted for multiple counts of child exploitation crime. This crime and this thing, if it is, if he gets charged with this, and again, I want to say alleged at this point because he has not been absolutely um, through the court of law. But what has happened? The, the person's name is Steve Jackson Rodriguez. Steve Jackson Rodriguez. He's 37. He's from Pomona, and he was indicted on six counts. Uh, four of them say that he allegedly produced child pornography. The indictment alleges Rodriguez produced child pornography with three minor victims, two of which were severely disabled patients that were housed at an Inland Empire group home that was in, where they employed Rodriguez. One of the disabled victims was only eight years old when Rodriguez filmed the illegal sexual conduct. The indictment charges him with filming the sexual encounter with another minor victim and engaging in sex and lewd acts. They are asking for information regarding this individual. This individual was a CNA, a certified nursing assistant, who worked at a Southern California group home for severely disabled pa patients, and he was in indicted based on his activities, alleged activities at this place. I'm going to tell you this kind of thing just makes my stomach churn. But if you know anything about this kind of situation, that anything related to Steve Jackson Rodriguez, who was a certified nursing assistant, a CNA at local Inland Empire group homes and psychiatric treatment facilities for severely disabled people. He is being charged with having lewd acts with them, filming it, and sharing them. That's the lowest of the low. If he turns out to be the person that actually did this and he's charged, this is as low as it gets. So if you know anything about this, we want you to contact Homeland Security. I'm going to come up with the number here, 866-347-2423. That is 866-347-2423. And this case is also posted at millionkids.org if you want to see it and share it with anybody and be able to uh, share it with your family. If you know of any situation that might have involved him or children in these disabled group homes where they were violated or may have been violated, please report that to Homeland Security. And that will also be, again, as I was saying, on our website, millionkids.org. 
One more time, that number, 866-347-2423. Now, we have another case out of Huntington Beach that is uh, very, very sad. It is American youth soccer coach. His name is Mark Oster, and he also is indicted on child pornography charges. You look at these people, and they look normal. Uh, I always talk with kids when I talk to them about be careful on the internet. Some of them do look freaky, but most of them look like anybody else. And this guy was a soccer coach with the American Youth Soccer League. He was named in a four count indictment. By the way, if these guys end up getting charged and sentenced, they have some very long sentences for these guys, as they should. Sometimes it's like 50 years, 70 years. I think that many of these people that engage in this activity aren't aware of just how long the prison sentences are. I was doing a training this week for Children's Fund. By the way, uh, you have a local organization called Children's Fund. I think the world of them, they're absolutely fabulous. And I do a lot of online training programs that they offer out to the public, certificate programs where you can get a lot more information. You'll just go to childrensfund.org and hit that uh, uh information on there where you can sign up and get free training. But uh, as I was uh, looking at this, one of one of the things that we realize is so many of these people that do online exploitation just simply can't understand in their head that their crime could lead them to 35, 50, 70, 100 years behind bars. Uh, they get oftentimes a lot more time than in a murder, murder case. In this case, Mark Philip Oster, 51, excuse me, 61, was named on these indictments. What uh, they are looking for is if anyone participated in the American Youth Soccer and Mark Oster was your coach, uh, they would like you to come forward and report on this. And you can do that at one 888 3737888 he was a coach and a referee at the American Youth Soccer Organization from 2015 to 2021 he is facing multiple child pornography uh, charges according to the Department of Justice they have found evidence that he engaged in illegal conduct with minor victims he has been arraigned in the US District uh, Court in Santa Ana if convicted, he's looking at a maximum sentence of 100 years in prison. Each count of producing child pornography has a mandatory minimum sentence of 15 years in federal prison. That gives you an idea of the number of, uh, of uh, counts and cases that they are considering in child pornography. Why do these guys do that? They have a fetish. They are, in my opinion, sick individuals. They prey on very young people who trust them, especially when they're in a situation of fiduciary trust as a coach. It makes it horrifically uh, uh, more devastating because they these victims have looked up to them. They have trusted them, and they use that trust to violate them and violate them in the most horrendous ways. More importantly, they film it and they share it on these large-scale child pornography rings. Some of them, one of them, Welcome to Video, video had more than one million subscribers. One of those photos can go out to a million people, and it will be out there forever to be shared and exchanged with 
pedophiles all over the world, and you will never be able to get that that photo back. So the victim not only is victimized in the act, they are victimized over and over and over as that photo goes out around the world for years and years and years. And that is why we're making a movie about where naked photos go when you hit sin. My name is Hopal Singleton. We're on that break. Stay with us. Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family-owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long-lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID-19 compliant. From basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951-781-9345. That's 951-781-9345. You will know you found the best. Custom Service Systems. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Realty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens. And she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of Million Kids because she cares about young people. But she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax Realty 951-733-8899. That's 951-733-8899. 951-733-8899. This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 freeway or click bmwofriverside.com. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton and we're talking about some local cases. And the next one I'm going to share with you is just a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. And it's local case. It's just sad as it can be. And uh, it's going to be complicated, but I need to share it with you in case you know anything about it. The L.A. Times article uh, written here that I'm looking at says, After camera found in girls' bathroom at Rancho Cucamonga School, ex-coach is charged with child porn. It must be in the air. I mean, what is going on with this? So it goes on to say a former assistant coach at a San Bernardino County high school has been charged with child pornography after school officials discover a hidden camera in a girl's restroom. His name that is charged is David 
Ridden or maybe Ryden, R-I-D-E-N. He is 52 years old. He was arrested by the San Bernardino County Sheriff Detective on August 25th after investigators determined that he had placed a camera or the camera at Los Osos High School in Rancho Cucamonga. Detectives searched the Ryden's Rancho Cucamonga home and vehicle, and they seized multiple digital media devices. The hidden camera, which was discovered by another school staff member, looked like a cell phone charger that had been plugged into a bathroom wall. Attorneys for the students say the attorney, by the way, happens to be Gloria Allred before this is over. But the gadget was actually recording images in the locker room and near the pool of female students, including members of the girls water polo team. Authorities say club teams and even community pool users could have been filmed. Ryden had worked at the school for six years as an assistant football coach and boys locker room attendant before the investigation. He resigned on August 24th, the day before his arrest. Uh, He must have known it was coming. In a court appearance last week, he pled not guilty to charges of felony possession of child pornography and two felony counts of using a minor for sex acts. I want to remind you at this point that he pled not guilty, and we need to honor that in this announcement, that he is pleading not guilty, and he is not guilty until he completes a court of law. And uh, he, he, though we don't like it, he has the right to defend himself, and he says he's not guilty, so that's where it's at at this point. The attorney, Gloria Allred, is representing several families who may have been recorded, and there could be hundreds of young women on these videos. At this point, there are more questions than answers, according to Allred. One parent who was standing beside Allred, identified only as Stephanie, said her 17-year-old daughter is nervous all the time and anxious since the discovery of the camera. She said her daughter and other female students fear the worst that naked images of them are floating around cyberspace. Again, we don't know if this is the case in this case, but usually pornographers do this so that they can gather the film and put it out on the Internet with these child pornography rings where they are shared. Uh, This is the reason why I want kids to understand where naked photos go. It isn't just that they keep them and drool over them. What is happening is, and I don't know if this is the case with Mr. Wright, and we've got to give him the benefit of the doubt till he completes the the, uh, case in court. But many times what happens is child pornographers find each other on the Internet And they agree that they share a fetish for watching minors, either in sex acts or in in, uh, illicit photos. And so they join these groups where they share the photos. This is the damaging part of this particular crime. Number one, I believe because of technology that they are getting a sense of inclusion and involvement with other people that seem to think it's okay. 
And so one photo can go out to a million people in less than a heartbeat. It goes that quickly if it gets them one of these child porn rings. In fact, many of these child porn rings will require you to send in a photo every week in order to prove a photo that you took with an exploited child. Keep in mind, it's not a photo. It's an exploited child that was photographed, whether it's a teenager or a very young child, it does not matter. And they will ask you to submit those on those pornography rings so that you can prove you're not a cop and that you're an active member of this sort of thing. This is why we make the movie Sextortion, because I want the kids to understand you have a naked photo on there. It can be hacked. It can be barred or you can send it to someone you trust and then you break up the relationship or you fall in love with someone on the Internet and you don't know who they are and you send that photo. That photo is out there forever. Once a photo goes online, you are in a blackmail prison. You don't know what day it's going to happen, but sooner or later, it will come back to you. And that is exactly how sextortion works. Those photos are then out for the entire uh, child pornography ring to see. I had one case that's pending with Twitter right now that we're following. His photo that he sent when he was 13 years old, he thought it was a 14-year-old girl. It wasn't. He was tricked. He was sextorted. Has been seen over 225,000 times and retweeted out on Twitter almost 3,000 times. He's now 17 years old. That photo is all over his school. He is humiliated. He's embarrassed. And he's trying to get into college, and he can't. And Twitter will not take it down. All the time they're taking down good people like us. <laughs> they won't take them down. Well, in this case, what is happening is that it's a waiting game, waiting for a phone call, a notification of the terror that the videos are out there, according to Gloria Allred. And she has filed suit. One boy is reported to have stood up in class and openly chanted free writing with no apparent consequences. Some members of the football team ask the victims why they are so upset. It's just some free booty pictures. The Chafee Joint Unified High School, of which they're part of, called the discovery and a troubling situation that is deeply disturbing to all of us. So if you know of anyone who is a victim of that over at Los Oso High, I'm going to give you an 888 number where you can report it anonymously. 1-888-3737-888. The other thing you can do is go directly to your Rancho Cucamonga Police Department. They are looking for any more information that where anybody might have been violated, if there are other devices that you might know about, or if you know of any situation regarding David Ridden or Ryden, please go to the Rancho Cucamonga Police Department. If you're in Fontana, you can go to the Fontana Police Department and uh, please give them additional information. This is a mess. I mean, an entire high school uh, group is at stake here. These girls have no idea which ones are victims and which ones are not. We don't know if there were other devices or not. We don't know if the photos are out there or if someone had contacted a, a student to blackmail them for some reason. So keep an eye out for that. His name is David Ridden. It's over at Los Oso High. Everybody, 
everybody is upset at this. The school district is upset. You know, the, the law enforcement is upset. This kind of thing is devastating to young people. And, uh, you know, this person was in a position of trust, uh, a fiduciary situation where the students trusted him and the other staff. You know, the betrayal isn't just with the students. It's the other staff members. There are many, many good people who dedicate their lives to educating our kids and helping them excel and, and uh, succeed. And they also feel the loss when someone like this muddies up a name. It is a tragedy. So please, if you know anything more, go to the Fontana Police Department or the Rancho Cucamonga Police Department. Or if you want to report anonymously, you can do that at 1-888-3737-888. Well, my name is Opal Singleton. This organization is Million Kids. I want to thank each and every one of you that have supported our effort to get this film out. We're coming down to where we're going to about to see it. It'll be over the next five months. Uh, we appreciate your donations that make this happen. We are going to be asking for a lot more donations to get it distributed, get it marketed, get it packaged into schools everywhere that we can. We're going to ask people with expertise to come forward. If you have a, a maybe you're a retired educator or you're a good uh, coordinator of people, we're going to need that at this time. Thank you for your financial contribution. Go to millionkids.org. Hit that donate button. I appreciate you. Send a check. I love those checks. You folks have a great week. Put your arms around your kids and your husband or your wife and tell them you love them. See you next Saturday, 3 o'clock. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S.org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators.